Hi, welcome back to For the Culture Canada. This is the second part of the Flip Club interview. At this point, Talon had quit slash been fired from his previous gym, and he had been working through his own personal demons and persevering. And Cody had just been fired from his previous gym job. And now they're at a crossroads of what to do next. And so this is the point where they start creating Flip Club and they overcome their obstacles and make their way into getting a successful business. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and let's get into it. Um, I, I, I think we should shout out your trampoline team. Yeah, for- like the, so after I was fired, um, I, I think I have a post on my Instagram I went to Michaela Patterson's house. Kurt, uh, shout out to Kurt as well, who who hired me during my fired time so that I could afford to pay rent and my fam- and feed my family while navigating this whole process. Sure, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they had me over to their house. The whole trampoline team showed up, and they were just kind of like, "What do we need to do? Like, what's step wow. one?" Wow. And I was like, "All twenty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're all there." And so I was just like, "Well, like, we need a hundred grand. Like, that's in my mind, we need eighty grand." Yeah. You know, and in my bank account from selling my off-grid straw bale house, um, <laughs> I had like maybe twenty-five grand, right? Right, that yeah. I had saved up in a savings account. That was like my life savings, and uh, and so in Talon and I's mind, if we could put my twenty-five, and then he had an investor coming in, um, mom, yeah, <laughs> thank for, you, with, mom, <laughs> with, with twenty-five, Thanks, mom, <laughs> right? And so we're just like, and that was pretty funny because it was kind of like. Well, like I'll put mine in if you put yours in. Like, put, I'll put my twenty five k in if you put your twenty five k in. And it was kind of like, well, you put yours in first. No, you put yours in first. Like, <laughs> it was just this whole interesting kind of thing. And then we, like, I ended up paying the first months our deposit to Argus, um, and like writing the check for I don't know what it was seventy five hundred bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like that dropped our fifty grand. And so trying to navigate and think about how Flip Club started with such little money, it just it like literally blows my mind. We had a couple other investors that had come in um, that, that want to remain kind of anonymous, but they came in and, and helped us out with uh, being able to purchase a trampoline, um, being able to purchase the wood for the gym, stuff like that, um, and just helped out. Yeah, so, yeah, so um, uh, gymnastics equipment is extremely expensive. Oh, I could imagine. I've been wondering this entire time, like, how did you guys have the resources? So, yeah. so one tr- Olympic trampoline, like new to get it new, uh, is twelve grand. Just the, one. The tumble track. If you if you walk into our gym and you see that like slightly raised floor with like the steel on the sides and whatnot, that's forty five grand. Oh yeah. my god! And these are things yeah. I need to run my program. Yeah, and so right? then like a double mini is like nine grand, yeah. I think. Yeah, the landing so like, zones eight grand. The yeah, like a, a roll of foam is what thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's insane. So it's super expensive. Yeah. Um. So, Cody, the gym that he used to head to coach at for mm-hmm. the trampoline program, was shutting down. Mm. Ooh, I'm telling this story. Oh, this story. So <laughs> Cody somehow found this out, and we're just like, "Gate, we're going to the Lethbridge." Um, can I? Can I side note? Just, just shout out to my past. Um, for those who who might be listening to this, is I have this unique ability of being able to find things in a moment of need. Now, regardless of whether that's out of a dumpster or from Facebook Marketplace or whatever it is, that's kind of just what I 
I do. And so I just kept looking around for equipment and used equipment. And again, that that line dropped where we were going to start this gym with one, maybe two trampolines, no double mini. We're going to train our double mini passes off the trampolines for fun. Like, yeah, I was creative enough in my head. We didn't need a tumble track. We were going to get an air track. Like, we had other plans to do this in ways that I don't think would have worked mm. now in hindsight. Yeah. But that was our plan. We, and we wanted to move forward. So our whole thing was like, always move forward. And and this is how it ended up. Yeah. So, anyways, keep going. Yeah, so, so we get a Greyhound. We both get Greyhound tickets to Lethbridge. Mm-hmm. 17 hours. 17 hour bus <laughs> ride of hell. Yeah. Um, so we're going there and like we're just kind of like melting into our chairs. And like for some reason, like an uh, like three hours in, Cody gets like near sick. deathly sick. Yeah. Yeah. So and there's a crazy person on the bus. Like Oh, it was it was insane. Oh wow. Um, so, anyways, we get to Calgary. Luckily, Cody's brother was there. Yeah, he saved us. Like, and Terry. Shout out Terry. Yeah, and so he drove us the rest of the way, which is like a two and a half hour drive. I'm not yeah. too sure. Um, After feeding us, which is lovely. And then we went and got to the place we were staying, which is another friend of Cody's past who helped us out. My brother-in-law, Lincoln. Oh, shout out to Lincoln. Oh, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we stayed at their place, and they offered us a car we could drive. <laughs> so, oh, the, the yellow wow. Mitsubishi Lancer, it was... <laughs> If it was riced out, we took great care of it, Lincoln. I riced swear. Out. So it was it was modified to like sound louder and be uh, a little bit more like torquey, and racist? it was standard. Uh. Oh, that thing was so much fun. Yeah, we <laughs> we didn't drive it like a madman or anything, because um, yeah. <laughs> Alberta has cameras everywhere. Mm. Um. Anyway, so we go to the gym, get everything sorted. Uh. So it ended up being four trampolines. One tumble track, so keep in mind one one trampoline's twelve grand, so that's twenty four forty eight grand right there. Wow, new uh, a tumble track, which is that. Let's just call it uh, ninety, just to make it even ninety grand. Um, bunch of rolls of carpet, which we added up, which made it just over a hundred. Yeah. Uh, then we had a bunch of like the end deck to buy a mat that goes on the end of the trampoline. Again, that's like a two thousand dollar. Yeah. Purchased to, to buy that, and that's a super important mat because trampolines kids are jumping like eight feet in the air, they fall off, that would be bad. Yeah, so yeah, we need these mats, and they're at this place. And I'm like looking at town, like we should probably ask if we can buy these too. Yeah, yeah. And, and those were like, an, yeah, yeah. And so the, the guy there ended up just like giving us all this stuff, um, not giving, um, we ended up paying 20 grand. Mm-hmm. For if we were Might to buy it new, or something. It, I think it was it yeah. was slightly above twenty, mm-hmm. I believe, or just under twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, for a hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars worth of equipment. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and like like there were some things that this guy would just throw in for free, like yeah. these old <laughs> wrestling mats, all the plutonium. Plut- mats. We call them plutonium so, mats. So these things, <laughs> like like. We we threw them in like the the truck, just expecting to like not really use them. Just like oh, in case um, later being the most wonderful thing for the parkour side, um, and they got bent. To- like we we parked trampolines on top of them, so we're driving these twenty six foot U hauls from you know. Lethbridge all the way, pulling an all nighter all the way to Kelowna. Yeah, we left. And we while left we're driving, like we didn't take our foot off the 
gas pedal. Like we just put our foot to the floor and just drove. Like it wasn't speeding because like, things aren't fast, but like that's <laughs> that's what it is. Well, yeah. So, anyways, like you park a trampoline on top of it. Trampolines weigh like three, four hundred pounds, and those wheels. So there's like a fulcrum point where that wheel is just pushing on one part, and the whole weight of the trampoline is on these mats. Yeah. And so it took like a good foot of mat and squished it down to the point of where you could like almost feel the concrete or like whatever underneath yeah. of it. And we're just like, crap, we wrecked them. Yeah, Like ruined. we were just de- devastated. Like we should have packed this differently. We, yeah. we felt bad. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, was that my fault? Was that your fault? Like, why Why do we do this? Right. And we dragged them out. We put them in the gym and then, yeah. The next day they were perfectly fine. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Like yeah. you couldn't what tell. What a relief. Yeah. yeah. Plutonium. We, we, we got a heat press and we tried heat pressing our logo yeah. into one of them and like, Burnt it. Yeah. And it was still, like, <laughs> Next it still would have been, okay. yeah, it was still okay, but it didn't heal completely. Yeah. Like we right. Thought it would. No, fire is its weakness, I yeah. guess. Mm, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you so, go. So, so yeah, we, we ended up staying in Lethbridge for three days, um, loading up the 26 foot U hauls mm-hmm. uh, with Cody's dad, who happened to show yeah. up there. Shout out to my dad. Thank and you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm sorry, Cody's dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize Cody's, I, it just wasn't in my head. Like, I knew Cody was Mormon and whatnot, and that's fine and dandy. Um, my parents are still extremely Mormon. And so I was cursing like a sailor the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) As we're loading up U-Hauls, as you would, like when you're trying to hold up a 300 pound trampoline while I'm like trying to tie something, Town's like, flip and do it now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just like going (laughs) off like crazy. I, I had realized it like halfway through like the day loading up and I was just like, wait. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it was, it, was, oh. it was entertaining to me because again, at that point, I'm four years or five years out of Mormonism, and to watch my dad twitch every time like Talon swore was <laughs> just great entertainment almost for me. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. so, anyways, we loaded up the U hauls, finished at about eight p.m. Yep, and then started driving back at that point, mm-hmm. and arrived back in Kelowna at seven a.m. Straight. Yeah, man, I'm happy you boys are alive here today. Yeah, me too. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like we pulled over and had a nap. Like we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the longest weekend of my entire life. 17 hour bus ride, nonstop loading for three days, like very little sleep, and then pulling the all nighter to get back. Right, and then the story after that is even greater because it's like, oh, now we have to take our 1500 hour parkour certification course. And like at that point in time, we were just so freaking done. Like, like we were just done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how much time do we have? Ah, uh, you can take as much as you want, man. Yeah. Honestly, okay. <laughs> this is all up to you. I have a day off, so. Oh damn. Cool. Yeah. What time is it? Twelve twenty. Oh, perfect. Um, we got loads of time. Yeah, we got time. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, we we low we unloaded all the U-Hauls at the place we had had found. Yeah. Um, this beautiful four four thousand two hundred and something square foot place. Uh, and started like planning out. And me and Jason uh, started planning out the parkour section with sidewalk chalk. Oh. Cool. Um, yeah, and so I still have pictures and videos from this. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and we actually have. I, I laminated the original plan of Flip Club, which is complete. Well, not completely, but very different from how it is now. Mm. Um, just because I'm constantly changing the gym, right? Um, and so yeah, we we started building Flip Club. We ordered uh, wood. Fodry Homes actually stepped in and like used their contractor discount. 
to get us a bunch of wood. So instead of us paying $6,000 for wood, we paid $4,000. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's… And like when you're starting up and money's short, like that $2,000 goes a long way. There was 100%. a lot There was a lot of $2,000 decisions that we didn't take because we didn't have the money, the money. to do it. Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and so Jason and Steve, after they finished their jobs… Uh, would come and help me build Flip, and Cody was there, of course. Mm-hmm, sorry, mm-hmm. Um, would come and help me actually like build Flip Club, and they'd spend they'd spend their weeks helping us. Like it took like weeks mm-hmm. to build everything, um, and like that's all like like just designed and engineered for parkour. All the walls, all the blocks. So Jason, Steve, myself, and Cody like would spend thirteen, fifteen hour days working. Wow. Building, mm-hmm. building, building. There was, there was like, oh, when I was building a block, I call Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just this really short, one foot tall block by three feet wide by four feet long, um, and it weighs probably eighty pounds. Um, <laughs> you, you actually, I don't think, just because of how awkward it is, you can't really lift it. Oh, okay. Drag so, it around. Well, that's why it's called Mjolnir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't come um, off the ground yet. I stayed up. Building that block till 3 a.m. when I had started at 7 that day. Wow. So 7 a.m. to 3 a.m. And like those days were constant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we ended up finishing at 2 a.m. on a Sunday when the following month, like the, the, or sorry, Sunday and then 2 a.m. Monday, we opened that day at 3. Yeah. So yeah. we're like vacuuming, like trying to get the sawdust off the ground, like, like it was literally like put the last panel on the parkour side, put the last mat down. There were still things, obviously there's still things that weren't finished, finished, but like it was safe enough to run classes yeah, and stuff like that. And so we, yeah, it was the craziest, like everything, like when you look back and you're like, what had to go right in order for this to happen? It was nuts. Like Jim BC had to say yes to our certification levels as coaches and our experience in order to give us the insurance for us to run our gym. Yeah. We While had, we were building the gym. So we Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, it was a it was a yeah. gamble. Like we yeah. like literally a shot in the dark. It was a it was a shot in the dark. Like we literally went forward and signed a half million dollar lease that was basically like if we can't fulfill this lease, like we're declaring bankruptcy. And you know, at the time we're like, oh bankruptcy's not that bad. Like we'll just we're we'll sign like this half million dollar lease. But Jim BC <laughs> had not given us our insurance yet. So like they could still say no. And the the committee or, or the group that was meeting to be able to approve the new gyms had all of a sudden like something went wrong and they didn't meet and like that was the date two weeks before and I was like look if we don't get this date we can't open they're like yeah you're right you can't like you you can't and you have to wait for us to figure this out and it was literally like I swear like two days before we were actually going to open and people had paid and signed up for classes. People had, like, everything was in motion, and we still didn't have that last okay. And we just kept going as if, like... Everything was fine. And, like, I don't know how, but, like, I have a heightened level of anxiety, and somehow that didn't bother me because it was just part of the process. It was like, like, what do you want your logo to look like? I don't care. Go. What do you want your website to look like? I don't care. Do it. Like, we, we, we didn't have time to make decisions. It was just, this has to happen right now. Yeah. And the speed is more than... Yeah. Than like sitting down and making yeah. sure the decision was right or not. Yeah. So just to add to like the picture of the amount of work we were doing. So while we're building, we're also like 
getting all of the legalese worked out, the waivers figured out, yeah. mm-hmm. getting our enrollment program figured out, getting our bank accounts linked to the enrollment program, which is a two-week process. Like, wow. So during all of this building, mm-hmm. we're also opening a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the 13-hour days, we'd go home and still be doing stuff. Yeah. You know what this sounds like to me is that like you guys are basically just flying down the road to reach some point. All the lights are turning green. All the green. Yeah. That's what it sounds yeah, like. That's what it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but so like my my favorite like yeah my one of my favorite things about the gym is this is how like like this this makes me want to believe in religion. <laughs> <laughs> like like so we we had built a wall tramp and it's over an electra uh, electrical panel. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. has to be a certain width. Okay. That that Goku and Vegeta thing. Yeah. It has to be a certain thickness for employee uh, maintenance people to go in, work on it, and whatnot. Right. Um, and then we have three trampolines stacked on Which top are of exactly that. Exactly ten feet wide. And then we have the tumble track beside Which that. Which is exactly six feet wide. And then we have the double <laughs> mini beside that. It's like another five feet wide. Which within an inch perfectly fits the width of our gym. Within an inch. We didn't plan that. Right? Wow. Like yeah. we didn't sit down with it. Like t- the parkour side was kind of pen and paper measuring all that stuff. In regards to the rest of the gym, there were so many times in life where we're like laying down mats and we're like, how are we going to puzzle piece this? And, and then they that just never fit. happened. It was always just put them down. Oh, that fits perfectly. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we designed the whole, like every single time. Like there People was so would many- assume we designed yeah, it well. Yeah, like you designed this. We no. just got lucky. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's actually so funny. Yeah. Damn, no wonder, no wonder you say that you think that this is why you believe in religion. Yeah. Like, damn, it but, sounds like the universe just wants it to work for you. That's that's what we yeah. f- like. In, that's what we felt like. Like we would wake up and there'd be a thousand things that would be holding us back. For example, like Argus wouldn't let us bring workers in, so we weren't supposed to have people. Yeah, we helping couldn't have us, people right? helping us. And so yeah, no, so so we had to build the gym. Or, yeah, 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 yeah our, our landlords just didn't trust me with a saw or him with a saw or any construction workers with a saw because they just they're just looking out for themselves, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. which is fine. I get it. You guys are a business. Yeah. yeah um yeah. but you're not getting any uh like grace or thanks from me um ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It, yeah. it was the hardest thing like to open a business there by we, ourselves. By ourselves we had to be like we we had to do things that were we had to break rules like we we did like there was no way that we could have built that nor could we hire somebody with the insurance required to do it yeah and so because we are the business owners we were allowed in the gym we had our own insurance we had that insurance like we hired our private contractors who come in and help us and again they're private contractors with with other businesses so that you know that insurance could work or our insurance could work for them but we, it was never down on the fine line of what was what. And that's what they needed. Mm-hmm. And so when we're like, we're building, we were building at a time from 10 o'clock onwards where we knew that somebody wasn't going to come and check. Yeah. yeah. Right? And like, oh, you can paint that wall? Okay. You know. No wife, one else is allowed or, to paint that or, wall. You know, who else? Like, you know, like those Goku characters were painted? We say they were painted by us, you know, as we were opening because we we're terrified to say that the artist who, who gave who us her time. actually did who it. Who actually did it was you know absolutely incredible but we couldn't say that out loud because we were afraid that they would be like well she shouldn't have been in there right or where's yeah, her yeah. liability yeah. insurance or where's this i was like she's painting a wall like so um bit of a bit of history before i did parkour coaching i did like hazardous material cleanup 
uh, crime scene cleanup, asbestos, mold remediation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so, a, like, there's I'm, a podcast in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Man, I, when I first met Talon, actually, I sold him a phone and he was telling me the stories, man. It's just, that's just entertainment on its own. Oh, yeah. it's, yeah, those, that's another, that's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> but like, so, and then coming from a construction world, I, I have, a decent amount of not the biggest amount, but a very fair amount of knowledge on how like the building process works. I'm not saying that I'm I'm the best at it or that I know everything. Um uh but I knew we wouldn't require like something like permits to build the parkour blocks because it's deemed as a structure. And so our our landlords were like, no, you need a permit. No, you need a permit. No, you need a permit. Go get a permit. And so the city inspector came. The city inspector, the city inspector came and was like, and I just asked him, what, do we need a permit for that? And he was like, need a permit for what? And I was like, the parkour walls. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I was like, okay, perfect. So I told Argus that. And they said, no, we need him. We need to see him saying that. And wow. so I got him to email me that we don't need a permit for the parkour walls. And then Argus and I forwarded that to Argus and they were the reply was, yeah, but which parkour walls are you allowed to build? So it was just like, hey, look, I proved it. No, not good enough. Hey, look, I proved it even more. No, not good enough. Hey, look, I proved it. Like, it's just like we we would go and sit in their boardroom, which was a wonderfully complicated place to, for us to be, because that was like that was so far outside of our realm to sit at a table that's, you know, twice as big as this room. And long and shiny with the beautiful rooms and the chairs that I would never be able to afford to buy. But like we're sitting in there and we're talking with an entire like group. We've got our our realtors or what do we call them Chris uh, Lise, and uh, these guys. Yeah, they're they're amazing. So like we're 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 ragging right now, but like yeah, those not every guys. not everyone on that on that. Yeah, side shout of out bed. to Chris. The only reason why Flip Club exists is because Chris was patient with us and and fought and fought for us. Fought for yeah. us hard. So we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, we'd sit in there and we'd be holding up like the bolt or the like little tiny peg that we'd be putting into the parkour to put into the ground so that it wouldn't slide left or right if you hit it. And we'd be showing them and they're like, that's going to affect the structural integrity of the building. Which right? Which, if you know anything about concrete, like the slab, no. Like yeah. the footing and the foundation, yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. like you don't drill into that unless you get like a rebar x-ray, but you just don't bother with mm-hmm. doing it anyway because it's too much of a hassle. It's yeah. too expensive. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, and having done concrete myself, uh, it was just kind of obvious that the people we were talking to just like didn't understand or mm-hmm. care what we had to say. Right, yeah. And then we would talk to the actual workers who were like building our building. And they would agree with us. And they're like, dude, you can drill into that floor, no problem. Like, and then like, like we they were like when we were putting up the walls, we we drilled into the floor probably 150 times just to like peg and put up the walls. Mm-hmm. Like you see all those like little tiny splatters on the concrete? That's actually a hole we drilled and then filled it with concrete again. Like yeah, which is everywhere. which is what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, we we ended up like it was just like a fight. So, again, a fight remember there fight. are choices that we are making. Where it's like you need to do this to open your business. You need, you know, you, you yeah. should be what is it? The you should open a limited business, right? Oh, and then the insurance right? thing, the, right? So oh. you should open a limited business, but we can't afford that because Argus is like making us do a concrete scan 
which is re- completely we, redundant so, so, so that we don't hit a piece of rebar with a drill bit that won't drill through rebar. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, like like they were worried the rebar would snap, but the, the it's hardened steel. Like yeah. it's it's re it's reinforced bar. It's yeah. rebar. <laughs> and we're not um, even going down that far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, we we are, but it's like so unlikely you'll hit it. And if mm-hmm. you do, you drill a different hole. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And so, anyways, we had to hire this guy. And so, like, I, like I knew at this point they didn't know anything about um, about actually concrete uh, right. at this time. So, um, and but they were still forcing us to get a rebar scan. So, if you've ever poured concrete into a slab, rebar shifts around a lot. They usually just prop rebar with like rocks and whatnot, and just kind of it's just kind of like a, a be within like a make a twelve foot grid or a sixteen inch grid or whatever. Um, and so when you're pouring the concrete in, the rebar will shift around because it's mm-hmm. it's in there loose, essentially, at the beginning before, obviously, the concrete hardens. Um, and so I just, the rebar guy, the rebar x-ray guy showed up and he's like, why am I scanning the floor here? And I was like, oh, be, and like, this is like scumbaggy and like, sure, they'll be mad at me. Um, but also maybe you guys shouldn't talk about stuff you shouldn't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, hire somebody. That, that that actually knows. Yeah. Um, so rebar shifts around, right? The rebar guy, we had him scan a certain area, and then we just like chalk lined out where the rebar should be, which is not actually where it is. But they also said, yeah, of course you can do that. At the top, they were like, yeah, of course. If you measure and everything's 12 inches, you just measure there and you go 12 inches, 12 inches, 12 inches, 12 inches. You can you know the rebar for the whole building. And yeah. we're like, yeah, we'll do that. And But like that's not how it works, right? So right. if you scan a foot section... It's not gonna not not every single piece of rebar is gonna be a foot away just because yeah. like when you're tying rebar it just does it just shifts around that's right. that's how it is yeah so the X-ray guy's scanning it he's like this is one of the dumbest things I have ever had to do <laughs> I am sorry guys yeah so yeah like yeah, yeah. So just 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 things like that where it was like five hundred dollars here five hundred dollars there five hundred this is in the middle a, of building what a waste of money yeah I know yeah yeah, yeah. and so, we're yeah so like. We we were completely out of money. Like we were, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, we just were. But we were, we just again, we you just keep moving forward. So we're using money for like our first month's rent to pay a bill for do this, for shuffling this, for shuffling that, and that was just the nature of trying to start. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, we uh, so we also had to send in our insurance to Argus, which is completely fair. Like that's that's mm-hmm. reasonable. Okay, we yeah, went on you insurance, guys have insurance for yeah. the building, um, and so we did. Um, and then they, an hour before we opened classes, called us and were like, hey, can you send us the insurance? I'm like, you mean the insurance we already sent you? Oh, yeah, I have it here. We'll have, we'll have to send it to our insurance, like our, our like, account, whatever you call them. Like the mm-hmm. person that, like, make sure. To the, verify everything? Yeah, make sure it's all within. Um, like, we have classes in an hour. Yeah. And so we're just like, wait, you aren't checking the thing we sent you three months ago? Like, you're just checking it now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. I was like, we open in an hour. Oh, you can't open unless we verify it. Yeah, so you can start classes tomorrow. Like, we're starting classes today. And so we're, <laughs> we're just kind of like, mm, mm-mm. And so we just started classes, and then five like minutes ha- in, yeah. uh, we get a call that our insurance is okay. Oh, my God. And it's just kind of like, like, 
like everything is just like a, I hope it works. I hope it works. Okay. Right. And so now it's like we started classes that day fully expecting Argus to come in with a bunch of people to like Shut lay down. lay down on the mats and trampolines and say, sorry, you can't have classes. Like right. that's literally the feeling that we had that was gonna happen. Well, they sounds like they haven't been cooperating the entire time. No, like they're trying. Like again, our lease guys fought tooth and nail for everything, right? Our washrooms yeah. are gonna cost forty two thousand dollars. No, they're not gonna no, these guys aren't gonna pay that. All of a sudden it comes to thirty two thousand dollars. Right. And then like just things like that where it was like, we can't do this. We would look at each other and be like, Are we gonna be able to do this? Like, mm-hmm. should we declare bankruptcy now? Like, like that would happen on the daily basis with trying to deal with a simple thing with Argus. Damn. Like it would be simple. It would be like, hey, like Something simple like the insurance. We did that. Okay, nope. Like it's got to be this much money. Okay, we'll go. You know, we'll go figure that out. Right. Does the insurance cover this? No, that's what the Jim BC insurance is for. Mm. So it's like we're trying to navigate and teach them about the nature of our own business, um, or the nature of co- uh, nature of basic, you know, construction. And you're trying to tell the guys at Argus about the nature of basic construction and how our business works, and they don't get it. They don't understand it, and they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is which is sad, and like the like the like, I feel like a lot of the people that like that worked there, like there's a high turnover rate, yeah. mm-hmm. super high. Like we've had what two different people managing our property, and well, I don't time. even know who we, it is right now. Yeah, yeah, like I've I haven't seen the the most recent one for and yeah. or had an email in months. We got three emails that yeah. told us to update our personal inf- or update our contact information. Yeah, they they the, the the recent one is they they keep telling us to update our personal contact information, and I've I've sent it back three times with updated contact info, and they just keep sending it back because they it's, it's just kind of ironic because mm. they we want to have better communication with you. <laughs> I've replied to this three times now. Yeah, yeah, I see the irony on that. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty um, major. And yeah. then like when it comes down to like we got uh, broken into and robbed. Oh. Yeah, so about, I would say it's probably like $4,000. This is way later in. We got about $4,000 yeah, so worth of stuff. Yeah, spring break camp. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. spring break. Uh, I went to, to Vancouver on a vacation. Like, and I was just like so relaxed. And then I came back and then there's this mom just chewing us out at the gym. And then we realize while she's chewing us out, this selfish human being uh, mm-hmm. that we were robbed. Yeah, and she just didn't And care. we were just like, hey, like, can you, she still owes us back? like 120 bucks, by the way, because we over sent too much money to her and she never yeah, sent and it then, back. And then she tried to argue that she, we actually owed her, her more money. Yeah. And then we found out we sent her too much money. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and we haven't seen her since. Strange. Wow. Um, anyways, so besides that, um, yeah, so it turned out it was a door that couldn't close due to how Argus built the building. Yeah, yeah. it physically could not close. Like you could open it with a paperclip or your credit card or whatever. You just had to pull hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. So like it just couldn't lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, it, we did get it to lock, but it was Cody and I both like holding on the, the door. door handle and him pushing on the door to get the deadbolt to turn. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, we told Argus that and they're like, oh, it's your problem. Yeah. You, you handed us a building that doesn't they're like, you lock. signed off on it being secure. And I was like, yeah, the door closes but it doesn't lock we didn't know that until we got broken into yeah. but you signed off on it being secure and yeah. i was like okay 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 you're right you know we we could make an insurance claim we have insurance for this it's a thousand dollar deductible we got you know four thousand dollars worth of stuff well, stolen we, we thought it was like a fifty. yeah we thought it was we 
after calculating everything, there were so many things that after we're like, oh yeah, this is gone. Oh yeah, our grinder's gone. Oh yeah, this is gone. like we didn't if realize. You see anyone in green ASICs or wearing a flip club jacket with my name on the back? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, so like that had happened, and then so Argus had uh, like we were just like, okay, yes, it's our fault. Fine, it's our fault. Can you help us secure that door? No. Right. And and then like we had the locksmith there. We were gonna pay for it, but our like we we're, we look for signs of good faith, like right. We're a business. We've been through all of this. Like if if Argus could take this one little thing and recover $50, with flair, dollar, right? $50 a fifty dollar lock, lock or something like that, it would like instantly Talon and I at that point in time because of how we, emotional we, we were, we, we would for- forgive everything if they would just help us fix this door. Yeah. Right. And, and they were like, no. And and then and then. So we got everything fixed. We gave them a key, which they later complained about, which is a different story. And then they came in with the apology letter with $200 gift cards. To one of their restaurants. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I I was pissed. Like, and I I don't know. Cody immediately pointed out, like, why didn't you just pay for the $50 log? That would have made us more happy. Yeah. And their, their face was. Like the pigeon face, like the oh, <laughs> I was like, you're giving us two hundred dollars in gift cards, and you could have just fixed our lock. Like that's, that's all we wanted. Like I was emotional on the phone with you, asking you for your help, begging for your help. We can pay for it, but that's not the point. Yeah, the point yeah. Is- so they just couldn't be wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's the yeah. So um, never again will I yeah. like once once our lease is up. Yeah, we'll move. We'll, yeah. We have to like mm. for. Not not because like not because the people there are terrible, yeah, but because they they have it worked out in such a way where it's a machine. Like you mm-hmm. you follow There's a no step empathy. process. There you you can't have empathy, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not it's not the employees' faults. Like we're not per se blaming anyone. Mm-hmm. We're just blaming their system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So like I don't I I'm not mad at any one person there. I'm just annoyed at the system they have developed there, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just from people screwing them over so many times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. But regardless, I'm I'm completely numb to any future with yeah, them interaction or, um, or like even if people ask us like like hey, hey we, we want we want to get spots? a building. Oh, do you know yeah. any spots? Hey, don't a, go here. Don't like don't go here. But they're like. But why? And then we can sit down with them, and we've had this exact conversation with probably like five or six business owners being wow. like, "Like we understand, it's it's, we understand it's hard to find a place for your business. We get that. If it's the last place in Kelowna, like, and there isn't any more room in the inn, like, yeah, you probably will have to do it. But yeah. you know, be careful of this, 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 and this. And so, you know, that's that's the mentality that that we felt because you know these are our friends. We're not gonna. You know, tell them to go to a business or do whatever. Like, if that place is vacant, vacant, it's vacant for a reason. Like, like if there's any other place, if there's any other place to do your business, like that's what we would recommend, right? And that's what we we eventually want to try to do. Like, we we're there now. We're stuck there now. Um, our lease will. We have an out in our lease at like two years and three months, and then we have to leave at exactly three years. Mm. So if somehow we find. A, a reason, way, a reason, or a to way to get out. Five we, years. We will get out as fast as possible, but I mean, like that's no. There's like honestly for like, like not just like, like 
for our sanity and for our anxiety levels, mm-hmm. it would be safer for us to leave. Mm. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally, yeah. Like, it, like if all of a sudden I have a kid who's at a certain level of trampoline, I would need to sink my trampoline two feet into the ground so that I can have more room at the ceiling. Yeah. I can't have that conversation with Argus. Therefore, my program can't grow. Right. Therefore, I'm stuck, right? And I don't want to be in that position with this landlord. I want to be in that position with somebody else who empathizes, who understands, who wants us to succeed, who's in it with us. Right. You know? So that's just the feeling that we yeah, yeah. have towards that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, like after like all those fights and whatnot, like mm-hmm. it's it's become like what I would call a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Like after all that fighting, after all that mm-hmm. that hard work and that stress and the like the worrying about the money and everything, like we we stumbled upon something amazing, and like I would do it all over again just yeah. to just to be where we are now. Yeah, and like Cody and I don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like we make we're 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 being very very bad with our money right now and giving ourselves fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, uh, to live. Um, and keep in mind, I have a wife and a kid too. Yeah, with child right. tax benefits and stuff like that. Like, I've found a way for a family of four to live on twenty four hundred dollars a month ish. Wow! Right, like that's a lot of. You know, yeah. sometimes we have to go to the Salvation Army for food. Sometimes we have to do these things and have, make these sacrifices. But that's what we're comfortable with doing right now. Right. In order to make things work, and so work. so the gyms, like yeah, growing. We're at eighty five percent capacity now. We're, wow. Yeah, like like. There's, there are days in our work week where there is not a single spot available. Yeah, you wow. can, like you Wednesday. Yeah, yeah you Wednesday, find. you can't get to find a spot. There's not yeah. one spot available. And it, that's, a, that's a weird feeling to have when somebody calls you like, hey, uh, you know, I really want to sign my kid up, yada, yada, yada. And you're just like, I don't have a spot for your, like, and I've never, I hate that feeling. Yeah. I would love to, to be able to say, yeah, come on this day, come on this time. But we, like, we, we set a goal for ourselves, which was don't make class sizes too big. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's part of the thing. Like I've coached a class with 14 kids on it, in it, or, you know, 16 kids. And I had got one assistant coach or something like that. And we have to make that class work. And it was terrible. I felt, I, I felt guilty coaching. Right. Right. You, you just can't make a class that yeah. big work. You can't so connect with the kids. That you was, can't do anything. That was the biggest problem we had at, uh, at KG was the class sizes were just too mm-hmm. big. Like I remember coaching alone 14 kids and being like, and I just I just stopped the class and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just stopped the class and and then owner one was like, uh, and then just there was one assistant coach that wasn't doing much and he came over and and helped thank thank the heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the kids don't don't get any time. Like you don't get to interact with the kids. It just becomes a job rather than like an an interaction. Right, which of is course. which is super un, unhealthy for like a, a coach student relationship for it to like for them to trust you more for you to understand how they work better of course and to develop their own progress and skills and etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so yeah, lower class sizes and yeah, like the it's it's absolutely amazing. Like mm-hmm. like I you you could you could point a kid out. In in the gym, and I would know their first last name, their parents' names, and what their favorite video game is, or something like that. Wow! And that that's our goal. Our goal is to kind of like 
like make make that connection. Make sure the kids know that we know who they are. Yeah. Like I, and at this scale, that's something that we're doing everything we can to do and make sure that we know and make sure we make those connections. As we get bigger and bigger and bigger, we're hoping that the coaches that we hire under us will do the same thing for their programs and their classes. But eventually, we won't be able to do that. But we just like eventually the the the. The end goal, and I've said this too many times already, yeah. is sipping martinis in a hot tub <laughs> on our boat in our pool in our house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I but, love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which totally goes against everything I've yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like which, we're not in this for the money, but like, like that's the dream. Like, like obviously that's that's not true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's pretty damn funny though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, no the the parkour program, the trampoline program, the wall trampoline program, mm-hmm. like all the programs are just getting full, and all the kids are having fun. Like, mm-hmm. like if you if you go to Google. What do we have? Uh, 27 or 27? 27, only five-star reviews. And you wow. check our Facebook, yeah. it is 59 five-star reviews and recommendations. Tr- truthfully, wow. I'm actually going to be happy the first time that we have a negative review because it means that I need to improve something or change something or address something. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, with you know, and sometimes we'll have a parent come up and say, hey, you know, this class happened and my son somehow wasn't paying attention or whatever, but you also didn't spend enough time with him, I think I've had that complaint once. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'll make sure that never happens again. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I had that complaint at KG all the time, and I'd be like, have a, you know, 12 tumblers in this class, and I'm like, okay, how do I make sure not to forget this person's name, let alone if they did their backhand spring today, did they not? Can this person do them? a backhand? Can, can they not? You know, can yeah, they right. do it? Am I supposed to be spotting at 50% or 100%? Like, like you need to know these things about the kid. You can't just say, okay, go. Right. Like, you know, your li- your entire coaching reputation is on the line. A kid does round up back handspring, breaks their arm. Like, in my head, I, did I do my due diligence? Have I spotted them enough? Were there enough progressions? You know, how long have they been doing this for? I need to know all that before, you know, before that can happen. So, yeah, low class sizes for me is it's the only way to be able to navigate all that. Of yeah. course. Yeah, and like, it's not, it, like we, and we're, we can still open more classes too. Like, we have enough. Mm-hmm. Room too, like if we wanted to open classes on, on Saturday, but like that that, that yeah. actually is the only spot we can open. We're we're mm. going like I mean we're gonna navigate a couple things. Like there's a couple places where we could like where I have a spot open where I could open a class size for myself where I have a class time off. But Talon and I both looked at each other and we're just like you know nope. we we need this one hour to just like either chill or whatever. <laughs> like it's our thing on the Tuesday night and we both have a class off at the same time. And Tyler is coaching while trampling the gym and. We just need to sit and do chill. it. With a, chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You don't want to burn yourself out. No, but like, and again, we could. We could open the class sizes, the class time there, and we could open classes on Saturdays. We will eventually do that. Our hope is to get other coaches involved who. I'm not working Saturdays. Yeah. Mm. Right. Who who can be there, who we trust. And that's hard. Like, like I remember we had one coach that when we got complaints, we were just like, yeah, like we were moving so fast and so quick that we needed the programs to be 100% perfect. We're, we're at that time, we weren't of the community mindset. We were of the, we have to be better than KG, mm-hmm. OGC, Arrowhouse. Uh, I, like, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I had that mindset. So it was kind of like, we have to be better than them on Instagram, website, like everything. I have to m- match or beat every single thing on that, all the scales a, of all this. That's actually been a cool thing I'd, I'd like to bring up, just a conversation between you and I, is you've you've grown a lot during the yeah. whole Flip Club process. Because mm-hmm. when, when you left KG… It, I was bitter. He I was angry. Was at war. He yeah. was a man with a family who 
was taken away like like everything he had. Mm-hmm. Like so he had to defend his family. So as any other sane human being would, you pretty much just go into like a, a battle mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which I totally understand. And I actually like it it was quite nice having someone just being like <laughs> like the berserker. Yeah, um, yeah. And so and so uh but I, I like I did notice that like that that mm-hmm. mindset couldn't stick around for a lot. So it's not a good business mindset to have. Yeah, no, and of so course, you can't of course. you can't exist that long for yeah, and people will notice it. They pick up on it and then kids are like like every single time they train like a kid would come in with like a colonial gymnastics Maybe it's a shirt or a hat or a bracelet. And they'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm wearing this." I'm like, "No, no, no, it's okay. Like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good now." Nah. But like, like I it used to be like kids. Like kids would come into the gym and then joke about how bad they were, and then I was realizing this is bad. Like, I can't support that. Um, you should be going to their drop-ins. You should be taking other classes. Like, why are you only being at Flip Club? You should be at Airhouse practicing the things that we taught you. You should be, you know, going to OGC and learning. You know if you're wanting to take gymnastics or men's artistic, like these things need to be there. Mm-hmm. Why am I being such a jerk? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so, but yeah. So yeah, no, I, I was, I was actually a little worried. I'd have to like, like bring it up later and be like, Hey, it's, yeah. it's not a fight, but he figured it out on his own. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. So. yeah mm-hmm. That's the key of maturing, growing up a little bit, yeah, you yeah. know, uh-huh. growing in that mindset. And that's a very, very good thing to have. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to have. You're so cute when you're awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, by the way, I wanted. To, I've been wondering the entire time. Like, what is the timeline between like you getting let go, uh, quitting, and then you Cody getting let go and quitting, and then uh, you guys um, starting up the process of Flip Club to mm-hmm. Flip Club being where it's at now? What is the timeline here? Uh, so, oh man, I see. I don't hold on to. I try not to hold like, on to memories. Like I, I I don't mm. know for sure. Was it two years? Or was it one year? I think it no. It was definitely more than that. It was when you were let go, and then I was like, I think it years. was it was two years. So he he was almost let, to the I think almost to the day. He was let go just before the summer. Two years before I was fired. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks into into June. Yeah. Oh, I see. So like, what year was that? Ah, uh, jeez. What year is it now? Twenty twenty. <laughs> um. Uh, I want to say 2016, 2017? 2016. Let's just say 2016 and see yeah. if it works out. Right. We might have we'll to have change to, that. Yeah, we'll have to go to our calendars and do, do math. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, uh, so when, again, when Talon was quit or, or was, yeah, when Talon quit, I, I was in no business. Like, Talon and I were friends, but we also clashed. Like, his mm. ego clashed with me. I didn't appreciate his ego. I was like, I'm just trying to help the parkour program. Yeah, I'm teaching the role correct incorrectly, but it's a role. And like, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand that the purpose of that role was to go into concrete or save a kid's life off dropping off of a 10-foot wall or whatever it was. Like, I didn't understand. Right. So I was ignorant for that. And then I, w- I would walk up to the owner and be like, I'm not coaching another parkour class, right? Because I didn't understand how important that was. That would be like teaching a kid to jump 10 feet in the air but not know how to land. Yeah. Right? And so that 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 start, started to make sense for me way 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 later on, probably only actually in, in the last like year or so. But but now like when Talon quit, his ego was to a point of where I couldn't work with him, deal with him. Well, it was that, hard to be no, friends. Nobody with really him. could. Right. Yeah. And so to go from that to all of a sudden seeing him like casually, maybe at a drop at a KG that I was, or I don't know how I saw him somewhere. I don't know where it was. Or I just went to his house. And so I'm like, and to go from that to, hey, do you want to start a business together? 
Like, yeah, that's crazy. Do you want to get married? Like, that's what this, <laughs> like, that's kind of what it was. Like, yeah. Do you want to spend oh. every waking minute of your life together for? Oh, Ooh. For, oh I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> for the next, you know, five years of your life. Like, yeah, let's yeah. do that. So one thing I'd like to bring up. You can tell the story. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, 100%, man. So um, go down the hall, up the stairs, first door on the right. Yeah. So during all this, so we opened um, on an October 15th, on October 15th. Um, October 5th, my first was firstborn was born. Man, my by the kid way, was born. you have the, one of the cutest kids I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have an ugly baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he is adorable. Yeah, his name is Elias. Yeah. Um, October 5th at 9.45 p.m., he was born. And I got to spend like a few days with them because Cody, Jason, and Steve like stayed and stayed at the gym and just like worked in my absence, because they knew I just had a kid, and yeah. you know they're good humans. Yeah. Um. And so then, after a few days of taking care of Catherine, my wife, and um, Elias, and making sure everything was good, um, I went back to work, and and like on my on my off time, like when I'd be like you know using the washroom or something, I'm still on my phone or on my laptop, just like figuring out. The Jackrabbit system, because that's something I could do. Mm. So, what is the Jackrabbit system? Um, so it's our enrollment program that oh, like I see. You, you you can go to our website, click here. Goes it takes you through a registration program, takes right. your credit card name, students, which class you wants to enroll in. Sure. Um, automatically charges you our insurance fee, et cetera, et cetera. So I had to figure all of that out. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, life was life was definitely on a little bananas. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like keeping keeping a hold on things like stress wise was I would honestly wasn't that bad because I think at a certain point like you get squished so much that you can't really get squished anymore. Right. Even if there's like twice the weight. Mm-hmm. So I was just at that point where I was I was compressed enough and couldn't couldn't really feel any more pressure. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a wild place to be at, man. <sighs> yeah. 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 So, and that, and the story of Elias coming to coming to be is is another story. You, you got stories on stories here, oh, dude. It's 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 such a mixed interweave. Yeah. Um. So Catherine and I had met in November. Yeah. The, the year previous of Elias being born. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. I started like our first date was like date. Um. Uh. We both in our own heads was like. Well, this would be a cool friend. Like, we'll just be friends, but nothing. We're not allowing anything to go further than that. Right, right, right. Um, little did we know um, <laughs> that uh, a few months later, uh, we actually like started really liking each other. And I asked her out in sign language because that's something we'd been learning together. Cool. Uh, she said yes, and a week later, we found out she was pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And then midway, mid, yeah, midway through this, Cody approached me and said, "Let's start a gym." And I feel like that was like a huge part of, like, when I understood that Talon had a kid coming, and then I saw his entire mindset change from like me to like I na- he now has to take care of a family. Like I was like, "Okay, you're grounded now. Like you ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like let's do this. I'm I'm grounded. You're grounded. Like let's go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So that was a huge part of it too. Sounds almost like a perfect storm really yeah. coming together and all this. Yeah, no kidding, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So don't don't ever don't ever be scared of adversity. Yeah. 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 It's, it's if, all a good thing. If, if video games taught me anything. If you're encountering problems and enemies, you're going the right way. That's true. <laughs> Words of wisdom right there. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, now like we, I just recently re-amped uh, Team Evolved, my old parkour team. Mm-hmm. So I did something kind of funny. I called it Team Revolved. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's a lowercase r. Everything else is capitals. So it's, it's artsy. Wow. Um, <laughs> but I took the logo and just, rotated it 180 degrees upside down. So the logo's revolved. Cool. <laughs> Which cool. is so bad. Cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah. 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 Revamped, revolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're starting that up. There's there's some kids out there like in Flip Club that are now doing things that I can't. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Um, so we have this 30 degree block um, on top of a wall that's about six feet high. And the objective is to put your hands on top of this block and climb up the block. Okay. Now. It's impossible. Yeah, so so I'm I'm no slouch, yeah. um, as I hope many of you listening would know. Um, but I can't hold on to the block. Mm. I, cannot, I cannot put my hands on the block and hold on for more than three seconds. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one of my students climbed up it. Like, true climb up. Like, got his hands up, pushed himself up, and brought his hips to the edge of the wall, and then climbed up, put his feet on top of the of that 30-degree block. And, like, that was put there for a week as, like, a, oh, hey, somebody try this insane challenge. And, the like, this kid actually pulled it off. That's mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like the, they're starting to do things I can't, and that like old me would have been like, eh, stupid students, they're dumb, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now I'm just like, oh, it's so cool, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, because because that's now my mindset is like, I want the community to grow, and yeah. like 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 I said about parkour before being like selfish, like everyone has their own way, and like. My training style isn't going to be the same as someone else's. Of course. And it, sh- it really shouldn't be because it's, it's, it's almost like a form of self-expression. So I like weird movements. I like doing things that people look at and go, wait, what? Or mm. gross, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like things that just make, like, that, that just mm-hmm. like are, are uncomfortable and awkward movements and right. whatnot. Um, while other people like Matt, um, he's he's a powerhouse. He he can do big big moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Luke who does massive moves. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Luke. Um, and then there's uh, then there's the student who's coming up who is more of like a climber type. Mm. Well, he is a rock climber. Um, and yeah, he, he it's cool to see him. Like start to come out with his style, and there's a friend of his. Um, I won't go as far as naming naming them too. Kids, yeah. Um, but like, even he is like getting good, and like this kid broke his arm and had a bone. This other kid broke his arm and had a bone removed, so like one arm's like a little weaker than the other. Yeah, and like he, everyone, like everyone, like kind of sees him as a little little annoying, but I see him as like an underdog, and like this this kid. In my eyes, sees what matters. 
right? And so seeing him like train and work to get better is so cool. And like, like that's that those two are definitely my favorite <laughs> cool. favorite students. Cool. Yeah, and they're and they're oddly enough, they're best friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, they're overcoming adversity just like how you guys did to get to where you are. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, and so it's 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 just cool, like. To see the thing, the mindset I had, which is everyone develop like their own style. And now the kids that are getting good, like I, I could name 10 kids off the top of my head that are just like finding their own style. Mm-hmm. As, as I explain it to parents is, uh, I, will, I will help your kid build the trunk of parkour skills. So rolls, climb-ups, lashes, precisions, all the important basics. And then... I will guide them through making their own branches. Mm. So they make their own style. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You they'll probably come up with things that you've never thought of. Oh, they already have. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. Do. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They, they one of my coaches uh gave them a challenge, which is if you could find something, Talon or I, and I didn't want to get involved in it. Um uh, but I I did anyway, just because they were so adamant about trying it, uh, could find something that Talent or I can't do, we'll give you a Gatorade. Cool. And so the kid climbed up the 30-degree block <laughs> and we, we gave him a Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I, man, I would love to come by and check it out. Dude, you should. I, I would love to. I will tell you something. Um, so obviously you guys know James Pham. Yeah. You know, he's James our Pham. boy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I, uh, awesome. I, uh, I grew up with him. I went to middle school with him, high school with him. And I remember he was one of the first people in his group of friends to actually start doing parkour, if I remember correctly. And uh, he was like trying to get me to like, just like go, just like run and just like go over this um, horizontal bar. But I was a heavier kid and I didn't have very much confidence (laughs) in myself. Um, And so I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it for the longest time. I had this like, like this circle of people. And, uh, and you know what? I finally went through it. Oh, like, like after weeks and weeks and weeks of like just staring at it. (laughs) And I finally did it. And like, man, my confidence level in that sort of stuff, just because I was heavier, Mm -hmm. is not very high when it comes to athletic stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that to me, now that I'm older, I want to actually challenge myself and get better at. But like, man, how do you guys build up the confidence in kids or anybody that's wanting to come by? That's a a good question. Mental Um, warfare. Yeah, mental warfare. (laughs) (laughs) It starts pretty easy. Like you just try to give them the easiest thing to do and so like on trampoline when it, when I see a kid learn a backdrop for the first time it's always interesting that they're ex- as excited about learning a backdrop dropping down to their back and bouncing back up to their feet and the moment that they do it their eyes open and they're just like wow and they have that much excitement about that as I would have if I you know tried a full half for the first time or if I did a double back without a mat or you know those types of feelings and so to see that on every single skill that they're learning, their front drops, the you know, then adding a twist into it, and then learning you know basic flips or basic movements. Every single time you add a piece to the puzzle, they're as equally happy in that moment of that success. And so it's just trying to plan those small successes, whether it's in parkour for them stepping over a block or jumping and landing on something. Um, yeah, Talon I think is really really good at it. I I enjoy being able to take a kid who has zero confidence and zero anything on trampoline, bounce around with them, and have them come off of that as an extremely positive experience. Cool. And that's, My, uh, I, I generally try and keep uh, keep two, two objectives in, in my coaching style, which is one, learn a role. Like learn a role on a hard surface. Because if you go out into the world, what's all around you? 
concrete. Yeah. So being able to fall on that is like I, f- I feel that should almost be like taught in schools is how to fall safely because it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my own crazy opinionated belief. Um, and two is make them believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually surprisingly hard. And that that goes a lot deeper because like. Because what like there's believing in yourself is knowing like oh I know who I am I know what I like and blah 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 but knowing what you can do is is a different kind of confidence yeah so telling a kid they can do a climb up if they work hard enough for it um like it like if if you try a climb up it's it's hard when you first start it is it's like a muscle hot. up on a wall yeah it's a muscle up on a wall and you don't get any swing mm-hmm. um. So showing them that and then them actually getting to that process and understanding like the amount of like fight they have to put in is important. Because like when a kid's trying to go up a wall, I will egg them on. I'll like, you can do it. You can do it. Go, go, go. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. And they're like, meanwhile, like struggling and like their face is turning red because they're pushing so hard. And then they'll get up the wall and I'll, I'll, you know, my, the one I usually say is like that, that fight you have, that's what it takes. That is doing the stuff that other people don't want to do is how you get better. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right? So so getting them to that kind of state of mind where they they understand that like, oh, oh, I don't I don't just get it. Like, yeah, talent's cool and all, but being able to work hard is way more effective. Mm-hmm. There's like right? a, a couple times where kids have come in. Um, into classes or extra trainings or the workouts that Talon does. Talon offers a lot of free opportunities for kids to kind of come in and, and do something extra. And when they come in and you see them like basically bleed for the sport or bleed for their own, like, you know, they'll, they'll do the entire workout. Now they're putting on the weighted vest and they're going until they pass out. Then they do the good, then they do the climb up workout until <laughs> Til they, they pass, pass out. Up. Then they go up on the bar and they're doing negatives until they pass out. And I'm just like looking at this like 12 or whatever kid that's come into this adult workout that Talon's invited. And I'm just like maximum respect if that kid ever needs anything, ever wants time in the gym, ever wants to drop into a class, ever wants to help out and a co-coach or whatever the heck it is, the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like that's kind of the mentality that that if we see that from a from a kid, we we will, we we, we want to coax that along yeah. and provide it as much and much so, like support as possible. Yeah, yeah of course. We've had tons of kids be like, "Hey, I'd love to come in and help co-coach a class or whatever." And like, sure, yeah, yeah. And but, then they'll be like, "Really?" But then, yeah, they may or may not ever show up. Mm. Or I'll give you twenty dollars if you vacuum under my trampoline. <laughs> but they right, and then kids are like, "Okay, I'll be here tomorrow." But they aren't, right? And so it's when that kid shows up and is like, I'm like, what are you doing here? Oh, you said I could help out. Yeah, come on. Like, let's go and like, you know, and that's, if they're there, we'll do everything we can to to help them and, right. and to, you know, get them on the path that they want to be on, whether that's training or coaching or or if they're wanting to draw pictures and put it up for sale at our gym, like whatever it is. <laughs> Right, just anything that's anything, or heaven forbid, we have a candy machine at our gym from a kid that used to train a long time ago, who's an entrepreneur now, who just wants to put a candy machine in our gym. That trying to make machines, a bit of money on the yeah, side. Trying to make, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That candy machine's a little bit annoying though, but we love it anyways. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like it's it's we're trying to help out in any little way we can. We have kids that want to sell bracelets at the gym. We always say yes. We have kids that want to you sell know, shirts, sell or... shirts, or or uh, we've got one kid who's hopefully going to be working on getting us a trampoline sock for the gym. Cool. Like things like that, where it's just like, yes, the answer is always going to be yes. Like, come if you want to be making videos and edits 
for the gym and have a YouTube yeah, channel, um, then then you can do that. Like yeah. it's we we want that. We want whatever your talent or whatever your is. We want that to be able to work here with us and for us, and hopefully it'll help you. You know, build whatever. Well, you know that mindset that you have, that kind of building the community kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's obviously gonna directly translate into all those kids that you're saying yes to. You're enabling their dreams and passions by just telling them, hey, "Yeah, you could totally sell shirts here. You could totally have a candy machine in here." Yeah, which is very cool, very respectable. Yeah, yeah. You're probably leaving a great impression on these kids for when they grow older, you know? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> they might, and they're like, they might, um, if they ever accept like a Grammy or something in the future, they'll be like, yeah, Shut Cody up. and Talon from Flip Club. They, <laughs> thank you for supporting me, enabling my dream. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember back in the day when I was like, my motivations for this sport have always changed. Yeah. Used to be, I want to make an impact on these kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And then I read a bunch of statistics and stuff like that about boys and girls clubs and how it like if they do or do not make a difference in this and the other thing. And I was like, you know, I'm going to change my mindset. My mindset is now isn't like to make a difference in kids' lives. It's just you know, to to me now, like yes, that's a huge positive thing. But I enjoy this business, the business aspect of things. I enjoy being able to collaborate with other businesses. I want to continue to collaborate and maybe somehow build a like a business helps business type thing just with like a couple other things that, that make sense for us. Yeah. And and do that within within Kelowna, within Flip Club, within that and and you know helping kids in whatever way we can or what we're doing is is a huge positive thing. Yeah. But now there's a lot more reasons why we do what we do, I think now and then just just to change a kid's life or just to you know just for our own selfish reasons or whatever. <laughs> so no, I I enjoy that business has those multiple layers of like that bring you satisfaction, bring you fulfillment, bring you happiness. Right. Well, it seems like you guys really elevated from uh, a more selfish kind of younger kind of mindset to mm-hmm. a more mature selfless kind of mindset for all these kids, which is uh, what's so amazing about what you guys do. And I really respect that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Takes a lot of integrity, and also it takes a lot as uh, as men as we are. We like to have a lot of pride and ego in what we do, but you guys, <laughs> but you guys do it in a very. Uh, but you guys take that out of the picture. It's wonderful. It's, try, it's, you yeah. guys are very selfless in that. It's it's at, at times it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we're we're human beings. <laughs> we're human beings. It's only natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely been like uh, at some points where we're looking at something and we're just like, like now financially we're doing fantastic. Um, fan fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. No hot tub yet. No hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll look at something and we'll be like, can we afford to get this mad? Like, can we do it? Uh, and like, we budget everything out and it's well within our range. We're just like, I don't know. Like, it would make the gym so much better. Is it worth it? Blah, 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 blah. And then like, push comes to shove and we end up just getting it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and it's life-saving or like with, uh, something I, I do is I change something in the gym in some way. Uh, every week, mm. once a week, something whether it's small or huge, uh, changes. Actually, this this last Saturday, me and <laughs> me and huge. Matt worked a thirteen hour day building this new block. Cool. Yeah. So it's uh, about ten feet tall by eight feet wide. Bunch of stuff. So very mm-hmm. excited to see that go in. Um, yeah. And so next week, I might just change a small bar, but I forgot the tangent I was going on. No, changing the gym. I oh, don't know. yeah, changing the mm. 
Yeah, just always. Yeah, the kids come in actually every week and they're like, "What's different?" <laughs> like they'll run around and like try to find it. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, <laughs> you guys sound like you guys uh, uh, build uh, build this entire thing for for making the kids excited, which is very cool, right? Like all the stuff that you're doing to incentivize and just like keep things excited, for, exciting for the kids is always. Uh, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. They sound exciting to me. I kind of wish that I was like 13 going into those gym. <laughs> you know? You, you should take the adult parkour class. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd like, like I'll, I'll see you tomorrow kind of thing. <laughs> like, I will see you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Seven o'clock is when I'm off my shift. Yeah, Perfect. Fine. So if you show up late, that's that's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. It'll take you about 15 minutes to to get to Flip Club. Okay. Um, I'm assuming. So if you show up at 7.15, that's right. totally fine. Right. Like, first one's free. Mm-hmm. You might as well try it. Um, and it's and like I feel a lot of people like who view parkour. It's like that typical like YouTube like like crazy like let's do the building gap. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Let's mm-hmm. do this crazy flip. And it's it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Like I've been training for ten years to get to the crazy stuff I do. Um, and it's not all that crazy compared to the people who like you know train every day for the past 15 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. Um, so, so don't, one, don't compare yourself to other people right. ever because it's, remember, it's a selfish sport with mm-hmm. a selfless community. So it's it's about you. Mm-hmm. Everyone else will just support you. Yeah. Um, or should at least mm-hmm. to to a healthy point. Right. Um, and then the second thing is, it's all just, it's all just about progressing. Right? It doesn't matter how fast you progress. It just matters that you keep trying. Right? Because um, there's a quote I have written up on the wall is you you learn more from failing than you do success. True. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that that's that's one of the processes of parkour is, oh, that didn't work. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, here we go. Oh, hey, I kind of got one. Oh, I'll keep going this way and trial and error and keep working on it and technique and getting that strength and so on. So being able to go through that process as like a human being, I feel is healthy physically and mentally. Yeah. Because it, mm-hmm. it, it teaches that that will, that willpower. Of course. Yeah. That's right. That's right. How many coaches do you guys have uh, right now? Not many. Like there's us that run most of the classes. We have Tyler who's our… Who, who um, also runs a lot of runs the classes. pretty much everything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, and then we've got part-time coaches, uh, Isaac, sometimes coming in and helping out. We've got Matt coming in and helping out. Yeah, Matt, Matt's, and, Matt and Isaac are, are yeah. the parkour coaches, and Tyler is our trampoline, tumbling, mm-hmm. slash wall trampoline coach. Cool. So wall trampoline is his program. What is a wall trampoline? So it's a circus act where you combine the use of like a wall and a trampoline. And so the idea is you bounce on your back on the trampoline and then run up the wall. Cool. And then you can do tricks off of the wall, you can run up the wall and do tricks on back onto the trampoline. You mm-hmm. can jump off the wall and flip. So it's it's quite intense. And his his wall trampoline program's getting huge. Yeah. Mm. He's he's like he got sweaters for the kids uh, or team team hoodies for the kids. And so it's interesting to see like the group of parkour kids who are all friends. And you know if they saw each other out in the real world, they'd be like, hey, what's up? Or like if they see each other in the halls of school, they're like, hey, what's up? Or they're friends that are all hanging out. And then when I see that same thing I'm watching on Instagram and all of a sudden I'll be scrolling through and then there's one of their stories and they're all together at one of their houses like hanging out. Yeah. And the same thing with my trampoline team. Sometimes I'll see the, you know, the guys uh, went skating on the weekend or they're up at the big white or they're, you know, they're together and they're hanging out. 
And uh, a lot of the girls that even trained back on the team at Colonial Gymnastics are still friends from those recreational classes that I used to coach, recruiting them into the competitive class together. And then now, you know, one of them's off at college in Victoria, but they're still really good friends with the two that are still here at high school. And it's just interesting to see that, like, not that I'm changing them as a person, but you see that they are developed those friendships within the framework that we've built. Yeah, that's right. right. And they, they've developed their own community, their own friendships, their own team within that framework. And so that's kind of cool to see. That's very cool to see. Yeah. Man, if I built something like that before the Culture Canada, man, I would just like, <laughs> my heart would melt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not financially. But, <laughs> but definitely someday. like… Someday maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's, yeah. Again, that's like… Even if like… And Cody and I had the discussion about this for a uh, few weeks ago, I believe. Like, and if we don't like make… Mo- like if we just make the money we invested back… Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the amount of uh, like memories made… The amount of experience we've earned… The mm-hmm. like the connections we've built with the c- community is… is is worth more than than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. The business, the just business education that we've gained. Like, there's not a like if we wanted to after this, and there's a business we want to start, we know how to do it. That's right. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. know how to not stop, and we know how the work ethic. We know what's required. We know how to build it. Yeah. We right. know the community that's required. Like we understand the concepts, and so it's to us, it's kind of like we're super grateful for this process. And we said all along, even if we declare bankruptcy, this is still worth it. There you like, go. Right? Exactly. Like, it's yeah. still worth it for what we've been through to this point. Right. What we've learned. Because you know, the friendships we've built. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, bankruptcy's uh, like to to me, bankruptcy is is not half as bad as being stale. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because if you're just gonna stay at your nine to five job and that's all you do, like like yourself, you're working on a podcast. You're mm-hmm. actually doing something you like with your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like doing the typical nine to five job that like you just do as a job, um, is is fine and all, and maybe that's how you make your means to an ends. Like you like to travel, so you have to work the nine to five job, so you can just like quit at a moment's notice and go travel. Or you want to start your own thing. And for the other entrepreneurs out there, the 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 bit of advice I would give is endurance. Yeah, that's. That's yeah, what you need to make it is yeah. is understand that life will suck and it will suck for a long time. But if you endure it and keep trying and keep trying, um, even it like and like Cody was talking to me, even if you go bankrupt a few times, endure and it will eventually work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very rare you get it bang on first try. No, yeah, we fluked out. I'd say like. I don't yeah. know well, how well, we didn't or what. even like, do it first try. KG no. was yeah, first KG try. was kind of our first try. So like yeah, like we understand how to build the community. When when I when I got fired from my job, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. But then when I saw all of the athletes quit and the hundreds of messages on Instagram and like all of this stuff, I was like, there's something more here. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? What should I do with this? And like that kind of concept of oh, the, it was a community. I actually. Like, I was looking towards Talon's thing saying, wow, I wish I could do that. And then when I got fired, I watched what I thought that I wanted to do someday actually happen. Yes. In that moment. And it kind of showed me, oh, you are on the right path. You are doing it right. You don't have to change. The way you are is correct. Yes. The way you handle these things are, yeah. So it was kind of like just nice to see that kind of like, 
I'm not looking in the mirror and realizing, yeah, okay, just keep going. Like, keep doing this. Like, yep. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think you guys got to a place that's been quite cool. And I think a lot of people love to get to the place that you're at. And honestly, the business skill that you guys have learned from all this is completely invaluable. Like, I even myself would love to come to you guys and ask for like advice when I'm ready for that sort of thing. Yeah, of course. You know? Um, don't take my mm, here's another thing uh there's like a business course you can take at a college don't bother because mm -hmm. everyone who's approached us with like who does that like if they had run things the way that the, yeah the, at flip club instead of us it would have it would have crashed yeah right like to be a true entrepreneur you mm -hmm. you have to devise your own system. Like we yeah. we hack the system. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like when we got fired or when we got when I got fired and we were starting Flip Club and we were starting the Instagram, we were like finding every single kid in Kelowna and personally messaging their Instagram saying, hey, we're gonna be opening. I wasn't like you that. you yeah, earned I was, that. I was like you earned that. I was relentless about building this online community and trying to build that there before the gym even started. And so seeing like every and then following every single local hashtag and then commenting on every single local thing and like so the hours that I wasn't working on Flip Club was on my phone, like hacking Instagram, and in, like I called it hand-to-hand -hand combat or something like that, where I just <laughs> go in and be just finding people to sign up and messaging, hey, one try free class, one try free class, one try free class, like all the time, starting conversations, all all that stuff. You know, I actually remember you messaged me. Yeah, you messaged me years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually messaged me saying, hey, I love your music. Can I put it into one of our videos? Yeah, I do that with every every time I see a kid or anybody in Kelowna, and it's like, oh, I have this on SoundCloud. I'm like, I'll buy your song. Yeah, like I've bought probably three or four kids like that. They just randomly put some beats together and put it on SoundCloud. I was like, I'll buy it. Yeah, and I'll put it to the background of one of the videos that I make for Instagram. I was like, "Wow, this is super cool!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I completely forgot about that. And so when I messaged you guys about like doing the interview, I look back at our old messages. I was like, "Wait a minute, this happened. I forgot about that." <laughs> yeah, cool. That was yeah. me trying to hack Kelowna. No, that's sick though. That was like what, like 2018, 2017. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, that's sick. It's crazy how fast you guys did this too. By the way. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like a bunch of stuff. Piled in in a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a light way to put it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's sick. It's very cool. So, um, I wanted to ask you though. I've been meaning to ask this entire time, but uh, what did it feel like for you to drink for the very first time? <laughs> Being like thirty. Oh my gosh. Um, it was weird. So I've developed my entire life with like being able to be okay and inside my own head. And like, I need to be able to answer a phone call at 10 o'clock at night or return an email or, or like, I need to be able to do a standing backflip at any point in time in my life. Like the idea of not being in a place where I am perfectly in control of my faculties and perfectly in control of my body was a very not okay concept. Mm. Like, I don't know why. Right. I just didn't like that perspective. And yeah. so when I drank alcohol for the first time, shout out to Matt Wheel and Ryan who navigated me through those two processes and got me my first drink. Like holding out my hand and looking at it and then watching it move, but like feeling like there was a delay mm. and like seeing a little, feeling a little buzz and like things like that. Like, yes, it relaxed me, but at the same time I was hyper on edge, trying to be hyper aware of what my body was doing, what my brain was doing yeah. and not able to like accept that it was happening. So I fought everything hard just because like, again, in my own head, I have to be in control. I have to be able to navigate. I want to be able to think three moves ahead all the time. Like that's what I like being able to be at. And so not being there 
was hard at first, but now I think occasionally I I do enjoy it. I do like yeah, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy being being able to relax now. Yeah, just being free from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But cool. again, at, at any point in time, like Talon and I could get an email or a call right on our phones because we give out our personal like Flip Club doesn't have a business phone. Okay, like, it does it, now. It does now, but at the first year and a half, like you could call our cell phones at three in the morning, we pick up. Mm. Like we did not not pick up. We picked wow. up every call wow. for parkour or trampoline, and that was consuming our lives. And now we have the business phone, and our phones ring a lot less, but they still ring. Yeah, and we trade the phone back and forth, and uh, yeah, still to this this moment, like if I have the phone and I'm like, should I drink this alcohol or do this thing? Like, what if a business call comes in? What if I have to do this? What if I have to? So like. That's always in the back of my head because I'm and from like nine in the morning till eleven at night. I'm on, like you're on your game. You're you're working, re- representing your community. You're representing your business. You're representing. Like I remember walking to the mall and like how many people see Flip Club or, or driving through a drive through and they're like, okay, I'll see you tonight. It's like a parent of a kid, yeah, my lunch or something yep. like that, right? Like that cool. happens all the time, and so you're like. Like I like oh, I have I've to always drive like a normal person now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've always I've always been like that. I've always lived my life in Mormonism to the best of that I could, right. but I didn't realize that like now I want to do that. Yeah, like before I'd like oh I'd love to go out like totally hammered and like do this and do that and not be myself and like be a bad ex- like no I I don't want that. Yeah, right. Like I just want to be who I am. I want to be a good example. I want to you know those types of things. So no I. Yeah, I I enjoy drinking. Right. But I'm the cheapest drunk there is. Like seriously, like one rum and coke will just floor me. Wow. And uh yeah. So yeah. so like I mean, you're not feeling any sort of like, oh man, I'm going to relive like my teen years I, I, here. like occasionally like if there's a party, like I'll get Usually my wife is more like that, to be perfectly honest. Oh, right. I'm telling right. the story. <laughs> I, can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. might as well. So um, we had a games night a few weeks ago, and Cody came over and um, with his with his kids, and we had a bunch of friends over. I think there was like 12 people over, um, which is a lot for the house we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cody got drunk. Mm. And, and like like a little stumbly drunk, like to that point. And so mm. that, that that was hilarious. Um, and so I sh- I have these two like uh, combat lightsabers that you can actually like battle with, and they cool. light up and everything. And I showed Cody this, and he's just like, <gasps> I loved it. I wanted one. I want one. <laughs> and right so he now. goes, he does his little uh, you know internet search thing, and goes on AliExpress, and it's like, I want one. Do you want one? And I was like. Sure, and he's like, "Should we get make Flip Club buy it?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure." Um, <laughs> I'm drunk, so I'm not making good decisions. Like I would never do this on a normal thing. I still feel bad to this day about this whole thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, this is hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, and so, my my best man Alex uh, was was there, and <laughs> he was like, he him and I have been working on one of these lightsabers for a while, like kind of like customizing it and like trying to make it multicolored LED and all this yeah, stuff yeah. and like drilling it here and putting wires through so it looks kind of like it's been like Modified. like actually rigged up rather than just like the nice like normal one you get. It's more customized. Yeah. Um. And so I was <laughs> I asked him, "What are the odds you get one?" And he's like. <sighs> Like, so you know the game, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And so he's like, mm, eight. I was like, okay. I was like, damn, okay. So someone counted us down and we're like, three, two, one. 
Seven. seven. And yeah. we both said seven. Oh. And so he had to buy a lightsaber with us. <laughs> so I ordered all three right there on the spot and it was like, okay, hey, you owe us 73 bucks or whatever it is. Um, and it's from AliExpress, so it's going to take like three or four weeks. But the coronavirus right now is, is making, making that not happen. Yeah. Oh. So nothing yeah. shipping, nothing that I've ordered for the gym, for my business, or for myself has been shipped for the last like two weeks. So any drop shippers or entrepreneurs out there who are wondering where their shipments are or Amazon, like, sorry, man, that sucks. Coronavirus oh. has put everything on pause. Doesn't, doesn't Wish drop ship AliExpress? Yeah. Wish should be shut down. Oh, much, Wish is going to be shut down. Yeah. Crazy. Oh. Like everything's stuck. Yeah. Oh, that damn coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. intense. Um, so I wanted to just sort of, before we wrap this all up, I wanted to ask you guys, do you have any questions for me at all? Um, what are you doing on Instagram? Go check your Instagram. My Instagram, my yeah. personal one or For the Culture Canada? For, for the, the culture. culture. Oh, so For the Culture Canada is, uh, we're at level two now. So essentially, I want to start ramping up like, um, I want to ramp up, uh, production of episodes and stuff once more. As you guys know, I've done 49 episodes now that have been uh, released. I, this is actually the third one that I haven't released yet. So um, essentially, um, I, I just wanted to make it as like big as possible, really. I want to turn For the Culture Canada into a legitimate company. And uh, yeah. Um, that sounds awesome. Why don't you use hashtags? Oh, I did use hashtags uh, quite a bit earlier um, in the in like the last few posts. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just haven't been doing that. Um, yeah. So it's not as important anymore, but it can definitely help. Oh, okay. Within Instagram, Instagram's to the point now where it's like it's hard to get organic reach, so it's kind of like almost topped its thing. So you use it almost like you would use a web page now. Yeah. You can you can run a business with just an Instagram page and not even have a website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you technically could. But yeah. you're right, though. I should be using my all the tools at my disposal here. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, do you have any advertising of any form? Not yet, no. no. Um, just yeah. because I put it on pause. Mm -hmm. Obviously, without me having released a new episode uh, since March of 2019, the engagement has seriously dropped. Mm -hmm. um, but that's natural, right? I even said, like, hey, I'm going on break. Um, I'm not going to put out anything. And so everybody knew that. Mm -hmm. And so, and then when 2020 came around, um, yeah, the reason why, by the way, I went on break um, is because I wanted to uh, pay off all my student debt that I had. Smart. Which, which I did, so. Oh, damn, good job. <laughs> so I don't owe anybody anything anymore. So that's yes. why I was just like, okay, now that my finances are set, um, I'm now going to put all of my spare time into this and making it grow as large as I can get it. Because honestly, you guys may find this to be the case for yourselves, but um, this thing that I'm trying to build is one of the most empowering things I've ever experienced in my life. You know, mm -hmm. it makes you feel, it makes me feel just so confident in myself. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, this is something, this is like my little thing that I'm building. It wouldn't exist if I wasn't here, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, these artists that are around, let's make sure that you know what their story is. Let's make sure that these business people have their, um, they, you know, they have their voice heard because, uh, when I grew up, I, that's, I was obsessive. I was just, uh, I would always look up like Kurt Cobain interviews, Steve Jobs interviews. I wanted to know what their story was like. I'd read biographies and stuff of people. I just read Mike Tyson's biography. Sick. I just like that sort of stuff. So yeah. I want to, I want to get to know people. That's really cool. You're damn good at it so far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing a really good that. job. Thank um, you. Yeah, no, at the beginning of the interview, I was quite awkward. I was, as soon as you turned the microphone on, my confidence was just like, boom, gone. And I think you picked up on that and worked around that quite well. Thank you. Good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, has, has being in cell phone sales helped your like 
sales skills or business skills in relation to now wanting to build this? Um, you know what? I've only worked at the the cell phone job since August, actually. Oh, so okay. uh, the the podcast had been ended for quite a little bit now since that. Wow. I actually paid off my student debt before I even started that job. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. It's a great job. I, before that, I actually worked at Visions Electronics. I used to be the cell phone manager there. Okay. Funny enough, I had only been selling phones for like two months before that. And then they're like, here, be the manager. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, not to knock the company or anything. It was a really fun, like yeah. I, the team in Visions Kelowna is actually amazing. I love working with those guys. And then before that, I worked with Cactus Club. And then before that, I worked five years at Best Buy actually doing sales. So oh, sales wow. have been a part of my blood for for a little bit now. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sales um, is, is a huge thing, being able to talk to people and read people a little bit, read their emotions, read their body language and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Talon, how was that phone, by the way? Awesome. Yeah? yeah. You like it? Yeah, He's I do. It's I, his personal phone now. Yeah, oh, no, really? I, I stole it as the personal one. <laughs> and then my old phone, my old phone is the business phone, my Galaxy S8, and yeah. then I still have the... Uh, what do you call this thing? Redmi Me. Note 8 Pro. Oh, yeah. As my personal... Yeah, yeah. Cool. I've never seen a Redmi in person before, actually. So really? that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Oh, and it's got the cool color. Yeah, that's dope. That's super cool. Yeah, it was only 300 bucks. They're 270 now off of AliExpress. I like the background, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all the stickers in our gym. We ordered like 500 <clears throat> Dragon Ball stickers and covered a wall in them. I am such a Dragon Ball geek. <laughs> Dude, I... Come to Flip Club. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, like, not like trying to like promote us or anything, but come actually take a just picture. like... Show up, boys. I would love to trust me. I would love to. I will do my best to come by tomorrow. Just to tell you, by the way, not to make any excuses or anything, but when you're standing on concrete for eight hours a day, your you're legs kind of feel like noodles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's well. We got pre workout for you, so it'll be fine. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> no, so uh, do you ask, like, like at the end of this, like when it's all done and over, you're gonna ask us, like. Could you shout us out? Could you shout me out on social media? Uh, I usually don't ask that. No, why not? Um, I feel like if the person wants to do it, they'll mm-hmm. do it. Um, they, usually people are pretty. They just do it anyway, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd um, imagine. But I don't know. I just feel I, in a way, feel intrusive asking those kinds of things. So we do an interview for you, and you you just don't get any like extra coverage because. You, I feel that's a good way to bring in like actual real organic well, assume, followers. Whenever you people release this, interested. yeah, right, because because yeah. people who are gonna listen to like this podcast or a different podcast, um, obviously, are the type of people who want to hear these kind of things. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel that's a good way to get actual people who will actually continue to follow you. So yeah, of, of course, we're gonna shout you out on social media to Appreciate keep you come. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel you should almost make that like. Like mandatory, like ask that of people and be and because it's not intrusive. Like, hey, no. do you mind just we want to do it, right? Social media, yeah, and like, it's not it's not hard. Yeah, it's, true. It's, it's an Instagram post. True. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, like I I don't feel that's too much of a favor to to ask of someone. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, totally fair. Another thing is how many like connections do you have for interviews? Like, do you see, do you see where I'm coming from? Connections do I have for interviews? Yeah. So you mean like how many quote unquote leads do I have? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Let me see. To be totally honest here, um, I asked you guys for a little bit now. And I, to be totally honest here, I have a few, I have like maybe 
to be totally honest, I have about a handful, maybe about a 10 at most that mm-hmm. I can like reach out to right now. Okay. That's good. Is that something you would want us to like thro- start throwing potential people at 100%. You? Yeah. 100%. Because the thing is, just like you guys, I'm here to build a community, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here to promote people that are doing like really cool stuff around here. And honestly, um, the more people um, they suggest, I mean, the people suggest, the better, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Tyler Sellers? Yeah. Yeah? I do. So he he is actually a part of Flip Club now. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is a kinesiologist. And oh. he's starting like a strength and mobility training program. Cool. At a Flip Club. On Saturdays. At, on Saturdays. Lots of openings. Lots of mm. openings. Sign up, sign up, sign up. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Message us. <laughs> um, and so he'd be another person I think you and him would would hit off quite well. Mm. I yeah, like him cool. a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should definitely uh, add the element of video, even if it's just your phone on a tripod, because then you can take clips from that and just go hard on YouTube. Yeah, you're right. Right? And yep. then you can just take, you know, the short clips, a five-minute clip of this describing that, or five minutes of this, and you can put it on YouTube. And then you can bounce those to Instagram into 30-second or a minute clips. Um, I mean, Talon would kill me for saying this, but you, same thing on TikTok. If you want to add that on TikTok, TikTok, like, TikTok's the wave, man. That's yeah, the way to I do know. It. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> so, oh, so the TikTok yeah. dances are so cringy. Yeah, no, it's 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 just the way the business is, right? Like, yeah. if if all of social media ended, I'd be totally fine trying to find a way to do a billboard and and newspaper and all that stuff. But like, to be honest, like paying thirty dollars a month for Instagram ads puts our classes at a point where we're still saying no to people. Like I, I feel comfortable just staying in that realm. Yeah. Until we have more openings or more whatever. Are you guys gonna have a second building? Um. That's yeah. I mean, our goal will be to do that. I think. I don't know. Like we just play things by ear. We feel like some weeks we come in and we feel like, oh, dude, like it's only gonna cost like another eight thousand dollars. We could just find one investor to come in. We could just open up another gym. We don't have to put trampolines in it into it. We can insure it separately through a separate. Like we come up with those ideas all the time. And that would work when the right time, opportunity, place. So as soon as it happens, we would jump on it in a heartbeat. But we need people that we can trust to run in classes there. Like it's, yeah, it's just navigating everything. Of course, of course. So we need coaches that are all in. Yeah. We need somebody who wants an investor that's all in. You know, all those types of things. So So what's the end? Sorry to totally no, no. change the subject. What's the, what's the end objective with the podcast? Mm. Or are you just here for the journey? Well, here's the thing. The end objective with the podcast is that obviously I need it to be a business. And for it to be a business, it has to have products. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so product or services. So I want to actually tackle both of those things. Um, I'm, to be totally honest, I don't really want to get too deeply into that. Uh, yes. I mean, I could definitely do that once this is uh, stopped rolling. Oh, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but uh, I definitely want to have product and services provided for For the Culture Canada. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's the end goal. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have very many other questions for you boys, uh, but I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate your time and effort in coming here yeah. <laughs> and and your business as well. I appreciate you guys actually having that around. It adds more, um, I don't know, it adds more uh, vitality to Kelowna, I feel like. Sometimes there just doesn't, sometimes it feels like there's not much to do in Kelowna, but 
that give, someone else said it. <laughs> Thank <yeah>. goodness. <laughs> oh. But given that you guys are doing this, you guys add another layer layer of interest in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys boost into the economy. You guys are genuinely doing multi-layered stuff that's beneficial to multiple people's lives. You know, so I just wanted to say thank you uh, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for you guys coming by, Cody Talon. You guys are awesome. And. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm going to come by to your gym. I will. I will come by to your gym. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. It's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway. Um, thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, man. No worries. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. I appreciate it a lot. Make sure that you follow us on YouTube at For the Culture Canada. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure that you follow Flip Club as well on their Instagram page. Do you guys have any other TikTok? You guys have TikTok, right? Yeah, there's no, a we TikTok. don't. No, no, we don't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. Oh. Yeah, I already follow most of the kids in Kelowna, so. <laughs> like, I they just know hate where TikTok. we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. What's your handle on Instagram? Uh, the Flip Club. The Flip Club, but it's like the underscore flip underscore club or there something like that. But you just Google Flip Club. It'll come up. You guys yep. have a website or Facebook? Yeah, yeah. flipclub.ca. Yep. Flipclub.ca. And then the Facebook is just Flip Club. Flip yeah. Super simple. Yeah. Yep. There you go. And uh, make sure that you give them a follow. Um, give them a straight, awesome Google review and sign up for the classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have a good rest of your day, y'all. See ya. Thank you.